Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, your inside look into the world of combat sports. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title off for better than 32 years, so straight up today. I bring you the godfather himself. That's right. The godfather of the boxing media, Larry Merchant. We'll be here in just a couple of minutes. That's right. Mr. HBO himself. Mr. Opinion. Mr. Larry. What can I say? Larry lets loose. Larry is one of those guys that you got to listen to the words he puts forth because when he's talking, he's saying something. People think, oh, what's Larry saying? Listen to the words, folks. Sometimes he talks over your head. But he won't be today. You can join us on the toll for you if you like. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line is happening as well. The address is Sports Byline and the number two. And, of course, you can just hit us up on Twitter and the address is Ring Talk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. So there are three super welterweight 154-pound title fights tonight on Showtime. We'll talk about that in a little bit while. And we've got talk all kinds of boxing, of course, MMA, you name it, USC's happening. Bellator was happening last week. It happened again last night. So, so MMA, we can mix a lot of things in here. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The inside looking at the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and Cable Radio Network. Attention, if you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Heartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. 
Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. Many of these guys they look great in the gym, but uh, once you get in there and, and and you're reacting automatically, you're not thinking about what you're doing, or you don't have time to think about what you're doing, um, and you get hit too too hard, too cleanly, uh, you're exposed. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Boom! On the line from his lair in Southern California... Undisclosed location, of course, like Dick Cheney. No, I'm just kidding. Santa Monica. The Godfather, Larry Mercy on the line. Godfather, very good day to you, sir. Thank you, Pedro. How's life in the big cities up there? You know, what can I say? Pound for pound, I mean, square inch for square inch. This is the most expensive place in the entire world to live, I think. And it's, I don't know if it's really worth it. But then again, that's another subject for another day. Let's talk boxing just for a second. Of course, the heavyweight division is supposed to be a fight today between Alexander Povetkin and Deontay Wilder. Wilder, of course, the 37-0 young man from uh, Mobile, Alabama, the WBC title holder. The fight was nixed after uh, the challenger Povetkin came up dirty with some some anti, some some how could, anti-fatigue drug. It wasn't a steroid. It was an anti-fatigue drug. So that nixes that. But then, of course, we've got this heavyweight. She's going to show down. Going to go down with um with uh, with uh, Klitschko, and of course Tyson Fury. That's going to go down in July. But there's another one that's going to hook up. Of course, we've got the uh, IBF title holder, Anthony Joshua. The reason why I'm bringing this up is we're talking heavyweights again, Larry. We haven't talked heavyweights in a long time. The 2012 Olympic gold medalist, Anthony Joshua, was a winner a fortnight ago. And then you've got this WBA beast, this Cuban guy. They call him King Kong Luis Ortiz. Got a little Flintstone vitamins, maybe some steroids there. 25-0, and 0, uh, 22 KOs. He's going to take on Alexander Uslan off his 33-1, 24 KOs. I think boxing lives and dies by the heavyweight division as far as popularity is concerned. And I think that because of the, the upsurge in the heavyweight division, I think the whole game is going to 
going to benefit from this, Larry? Well, that's uh, normally been the case. But, you know, even in, in the heydays of uh, price fighting, uh, there were periods of vacuums between uh, popular heavyweight champions and popular champions in, a, in other divisions. For example, uh, Tunney was never a popular champion after he beat Dempsey um, 90 years ago. And between Dempsey and Joe Lewis, it was a period of about a decade. Mm-hmm. And that was when there were lots of heavyweights around. But there were three or four or five champions, and none of, none of them caught the imagination of fight fans, or none of them transcended the fight game. So we've had periods like that, um, and now it seems there's been a vacuum, certainly in America, heavyweights for quite a long time, uh, since the 90s. And uh, it's about time that... The heavyweight division has uh, been seems to have been restored. Uh, Klitschko's getting to that age when you know that uh, one of those you knew that one day you would wake up and there'd be a new heavyweight champion. We didn't know it was going to be Tyson Fury, and we and now we see Joshua and we see Ortiz and we see Wilder. So um, there's stuff bubbling that hasn't reached the surface yet in my travels uh, around uh, the average sports fan who asks me about heavyweights doesn't even know about Wilder, much less uh, Fury and Joshua. Yep. But uh, they're on the verge of breaking through, and that could be a really good thing for boxing. Was HBO set to televise this Wilder and Povetkin fight? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, whether it was HBO or Showtime, I know that somebody was going to do it. Showtime made a strong move, yes, and some and made a strong move to sign Joshua to a contract. So um, uh, we're going to see more and more heavyweights. I think Ortiz might be as good or better than any of them right now, um, but he's in his uh, later thirties already. Um, but I'm I'm curious to see some of these guys uh, match up against each other. Ortiz works inside like Benny Briscoe. I mean, he he's got little slick moves inside, little slick uppercuts. I mean, this he's, is yeah. He's the first of of the super heavyweight class. The guys who were two thirty ish. Okay, uh, to me, since Riddick, Riddick Bow, right on, who knew how to really fight on the inside. Um, uh, Tyson Fury hasn't shown that. The Klitschko's haven't shown that. Uh, Lennox Lewis didn't show that. Uh, so, um, you know, we'll see uh, who the complete heavyweights are and, and who the guys uh, um, who have the personality as well as the skill to uh, market themselves and the sport. Speaking of personalities, obviously the number one personality in all of boxing as far as Mexico is concerned is Canelo Alvarez might be the top star right now, pound for pound. He is the 160-pound linear champion, his middleweight champion, has given up that title, and the WBC belt that goes along with it says he's not ready or uh, not I don't be... think he's given up the linear t- championship. No, but he's, give, he's given up. That's, he's given... A, that's a kind of mythical uh, a title in, in today's world, but he did give up uh, – 
uh, the WBC belt. If Ring Magazine stuck true to their tradition, they would still recognize him. I mean, whether he was, you know, whether he was a WBC champion or not. Because remember when when Ali went away, I mean, didn't they continue to recognize Ali as a champion or the undis- un- Didn't they? Uh, I I I I, I really don't recall whether they continued to recognize him, but. The Ring Magazine was started uh, way, way, way back in the day um, when, you know, champions picked their opponents and sometimes didn't fight for long periods of time. Um, and they were able to uh, retain their their titlehood in the eyes of uh, Ring and, and other uh, observers and fans. A guy that I met a long, long time ago in Atlantic City, Nat Fleischer, the former editor of Ring Magazine, published, I believe. He was he was the official timekeeper for the second Ali Liston rematch Correct. in Lewiston, Maine. I mean, why was he given such responsibility like that? And, of course, they had the heavyweight champion, Jersey Joe Walcott, being the referee. I mean, was there no professionalism involved in, in, in the officialing back well, then? Well, Mike... Um I don't recall exactly, but my um, semi-educated guess was that because the fight was held in Maine, <laughs> Maine didn't really have a boxing infrastructure. Um, and so um, and maybe as a way of helping to promote the fight uh, and so on, but um, that was a, a peculiar decision, and, and many people thought that... Uh, 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 Fleischer had an undue uh, influence on, on on how the fight ended. You know, speaking of Lewiston, Maine, of course, the uh, Ali had the fight there because there was pressure on other major venues not to promote him at that time because of the fact that he had just come out of the closet, per se, as far as being a Muslim is concerned. Well, that was a little part of it, but the, the, the fight originally was supposed to be held in Boston. And it was postponed for six weeks or two months. The hernia operation, right? Because he had a hernia operation. And at that time, the venue in Boston was unavailable, I guess. And um, they went to Lewiston, Maine. <laughs> All I know Lewiston, Maine for, I think it was uh, Murder, She Wrote. It was one of those cities over there. The Godfather, Larry Merchants, our guest is a triple header tonight on his Showtime, of course. Arizani Lara taking on Venice uh, Martirosian, of course, the young man from South America. Lara, of course, from Cuba. That's for a WBA belt. Jamal Charlo is going to deal with Austin Trout for an IBF junior middleweight belt. And Jamel Charlo is going to deal with John Jackson for a WBC super welterweight title. So I guess all these titles, the three titles, 154 pounds are up for grabs. I thought that Mr. Al Heyman, the promoter's event, I thought he was moving away from title belts now. It looks like he's got three title belts going here from three different sanctioning bodies. Is he doing everything on the fly or what? I don't know, and I don't think he knows. I think he thought that he, um, with all the the money he had gotten from venture capitalists, the rumored to be $400 million or more, that he could uh, dominate, take over uh, boxing and crown his own champions and do what they do in the UFC. And uh, but he found out that that didn't work, and maybe the whole experiment won't work. We don't know yet. Um, but be that as it may, uh, the fighters I think didn't want to give up those titles. Then to them, having a, a title 
in in a in a in a game in which you never know who your next opponent is or whether you're going to get a next opponent or what you're going to get paid a title had value and they didn't want to give him up uh for some new uh created titles that he might have given them so uh this is part of the uh evolution of that experiment and uh, whether it ever uh, reaches a successful conclusion or not is uh, problematic Here's a question you might, might be able to answer. Did Canelo ever settle that, all, that lawsuit with Tutu Savala, the Florida promoter that had him under contract before he went off to Golden Boy? Do you know? Because that was a big multi-million dollar lawsuit, and, and I talked to Tutu about it in October. He said they were getting ready to go to, go, go to court. Well, hear- supposedly it's going to court uh, within the next few weeks, wow. unless it's settled. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things usually are settled. And one question I, I wonder about is... Uh, they had him under contract for three years, apparently. So is Golden Boy and Canelo liable um, uh, for the monies they made after the third year of the contract? I'm not sure how all that works, uh, uh, but normally there is some kind of a settlement. And maybe the, maybe the, the prospect of having to make a settlement is... Uh, could be an influence on when uh, Canelo fights Golovkin. Of course, we're talking guys with, that are making 800 bucks an hour making those decisions, those attorneys. You know that. It's all about the attorneys. The attorneys making the money. Like Shakespeare said, behead them all, I think. Anyway, Godfather, you got some time to spend some more time with us, another 10, 15 minutes? Sure. The Godfather, Larry Merchant, is in the house. We are blessed, folks. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. On the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, iTunes.com. Wow, I can keep going, but the bottom line is this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, and you know it. The Godfather of Soul. Godfather of Boxing's on the air with me, Larry Merchant. This is the Godfather of Soul. JB, James Brown in the house. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777. 800-507-3777. 800-507-3777. 800-507-3777. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. My memory is failing me. I guess that's sort of typical as I get up there. Anyway, the bottom line is I can't figure out who the twins were, but in the 90s, I believe there were a couple of identical twins that pulled a scam off on the Nevada State Athletic Commission when one twin fought in place of the other twin. Now, I can't remember because I was there at the fight. It was at the Orleans Hotel. I can't remember the exact twins, but I can see them on my mind. Godfather Larry Merchant, you don't remember that scam, do you? Not specifically, although <laughs> I think it's, you know, it's somewhere in the atmosphere of my uh, aging brain um, <laughs> that something like that um, once was attempted, yes. The McNair brothers or something. I can't remember their names. It's just killing me. It was at the Orleans Hotel, and I was at the way, and I was saying, something's wrong here. And they're going to me. I think Chuck Minker, no, Chuck Minker had passed. So Mark Ratner was running the commission right there. I said, Mark, something's going on here. And Mark, I think they ended up ferreting it out that the twin did try to pull off a fighting for the other twin. Now, back to the reality of today's boxing world. We talked heavyweights. Um Vic, uh, Jesse Vargas is going to go over to the U.K. and take on, looks like, Kell Brook. Kell Brook undefeated. Jesse Vargas once beat. And, of course, these guys are going to battle out for a couple of those 147-pound belts. But that's a pretty good fight. But i I got a favor of Kell Brook here. Is, is Jesse Vargas looking to cash out? Well, look, he's not in a position to dictate the terms uh, of of a big fight. Um, I don't, I think he's still a young guy. I think he's a good fighter and he's fighting, uh, a guy who was unbeaten and a very good fighter. 
uh, in his hometown. If he comes away uh, with with a good loss, so to speak, if he's competitive, if, if he fights the good fight, look, he's got a shot to win, um, but he's going to be a definite underdog. And I just assume that um, it's a no, a kind of no lose situation for him. He's going to make a good payday, and losing to Kell Brook in his hometown is no is not going to be a disgrace. The guy that made a lot of money, and God bless him for doing so, was Henry Tillman's charge. You talk about Charles Martin when they went over and fought Joshua. That was the smartest move they ever could have pulled because nobody. Well, right. When Martin is in a different category, he's a he's a journeyman, I think, and who who, who was maneuvered into a so-called title and um, and made some money. Hey, and the background noise in all of this is that uh, boxing is really big again in Great Britain, yeah. where it originated. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, they've got a, a weekly magazine like Ring Magazine called Boxing News, they, and they cover everything from the a- amateurs to the local pros to the big fights. Um, so... Uh, so uh, once upon a time when Americans would swim across the Atlantic to fight some of those Brits, uh, now they're coming this way. You know, they've got the Box Nation over there, Frank Warren's Box Nation. I think for like 10 or 12 pounds a month, you can get all the fights, all the fights that are on pay-per-view, everything for like just 12 bucks a month. God, I wish we had that here in the U.S. of A. But um, uh, Frank Warren's over there. Eddie Hearn just signed Chris Eubank Jr. Of course, Chris Eubank Jr., 22-1 with 17 wax being rumored for a possible match with uh, Gennady Golovkin if uh, Canelo can't be put together. But let's talk about this this good-looking situation we've got at 140 pounds. Terrence Crawford, undefeated out of Omaha, Nebraska. Is he going to have to make a move to welterweight to make a mark? Or can, he, can, he make, can he make statements at 140? Well, he's making his statement at 140. Uh, the action is in the welterweight division. He's, he's got the, 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 the height and the body and the style to be able to move up in weight. Uh, he's still, what, 26 years old. So I could see him at 27, 28, there being uh, a force in the welterweight division. Um, he's, he's a real boxer uh, puncher. Uh, he's, in my view, the best young American uh, fighter. He'll have to prove that in, in the ring. And he's fighting a, a really good uh, European undefeated fighter. So this is onward and upward uh, to to watch the few American uh, kids who uh, look like they have a chance to be stars. The heavyweights of the 1950s are around today, folks. They're called cruiserweights. They're 200 pounds, not in talent-wise, but in size-wise. They're called cruiserweights. And, Larry, it's always been a sort of a dull division outside of Holyfield's run there, but you've got Cry Golowacki, who's 26-0, and 0, uh, Bredis, Marcus, uh, Marcus Bredis is 20-0, and 0, Ledebev is 28-2, Marco Huck is 39-3, Tony Bello is 26-2. Uh, there's some pretty good fighters here at 200 pounds, and I think somebody, this Cry Golowacki, they call him Head, he wants to make a statement here. Are all these statements trying to be made by... Are these exclamation marks being being put forth by Russian fighters and fighters from that so former Soviet bloc? I mean, outside of the heavyweights now with the Americans, uh, the American heavyweights coming to light, 
it seems like the Russians have taken over. They, they, they've said they've got the game. Well, you know, the Russians are here. Um, they're not just coming. They're here. Um, there's no American um, ranked in the cruiserweight division by um, the by Ring Magazine. So that's just the reality of uh, of it. And um, you know, as light heavyweights used to be when America dominated the heavyweight division. All of their goals, you could hide out in the light heavyweight division and nobody could ever find you. And everyone's goal there was to get a shot at the heavyweights. And that's what they all did. You know, Archie Moore, uh, uh, Edward Charles, uh, Bob Foster. Um, So uh, I don't pay much attention to the cruiserweights because they haven't grabbed me and there are no Americans involved. Hmm, interesting. The Godfather, Larry Merchants, our guest, of course. We're talking cruiserweights, 200 pounds. Of course, Evander Holyfield broke in. It was 190 pounds back in the day when Holyfield fought it. Cruiserweight, they moved up to 200 pounds. But 200 pounds, that was probably the, about the, the going weight of a heavyweight outside of a guy like Primo Carnera in circa 1950. Right, Larry? Uh, yeah. Man, there were a number of, of, uh, of heavyweight champions who had been light heavyweights. Um, you know, like like Tunney, like Tunney, um, like uh, Ezra yep. Charles. So that's where the money is. That's where the interest is. Um, but um, heavyweights have always uh, led the way in, in American prize fighting, and uh, we're waiting to see if if there'll be somebody who can. Uh, Make us stay up late to watch them. Is is there? I'll give you this last question. You know, people always rate Muhammad Ali the greatest heavyweight of all time. Is that fair in this day and time in 2016 to still give him that title? You know, you you, you can only compare to me. I I just look at fighters and how good were they in their time. Uh, and Ali fought more big, fast strong, talented opponents uh, than any fighter in history. Um, And so, and and of course, uh, he resonates through history because of the times he came up in and because of his personality and his um, political and social influence and so on and so forth. Uh, but I think that uh, there's there's been no heavyweight before or since Ali. The great Larry Merchant. Larry, I want you to say hi to the Godmama for me. Have a great day in Santa Monica or wherever you're hanging out today. But I love you. Take care of yourself. You too, Pedro. The greatest. Ain't he the greatest? Larry Merchant on Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. 
Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483. Or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Stand up battle so far. Man, you're right, Joe. Mike Brown's just so tight with his strap. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. No respect. No respect. Check it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Clock says 40 and a half minutes past hour. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and about a thousand other internet, internet platforms, networks, et cetera, et cetera. But the bottom line is we're talking MMA now. Of course, last week, last Saturday night, I was live, of course, and present at the HP Pavilion. I called the Shark Tank, of course, where the National Hockey League San Jose Sharks play. Uh, the bottom line is MMA was in the house. Bellator MMA, Scott Coker brought his... He pitched his tent down there, of course, his favorite arena, no doubt about it. I mean, back in the day when he had strike force going and Kung Lee was fighting, of course, Kung Lee, a Vietnamese national uh, living in San Jose, California. I mean, 
he drew like eight or 9,000 people. Take that back. When him and they talked about that, Coker talked about that. When him and Frank Shamrock fought, not Ken Shamrock, Frank Shamrock, when those two guys fought, um, he sold the tickets up like this. It was an 18,000-seat arena. He gave 9,000 seats to Kung's fans and 9,000 seats to Shamrock's fans, and that's how they sold out the arena that night, 18,000 people, the loudest arena I've ever been in my entire life. Anyway, it wasn't that loud last Saturday night, but King Mo uh, showed up and didn't fight. I'm talking about King Mo. Of course, he light heavyweight prospect. They've been building this guy out. They're hoping he was a guy who got knocked out once or twice, but he had a couple of setbacks, but they thought King Mo was going to be the guy at 205 pounds, but I don't know. Didn't lack all the... It didn't have all the spark I thought that he needed. But then again, against Phil Davis, Phil didn't show much spark either. It was sort of a hard fight to judge. But after three rounds, Phil Davis walked away the, the decision uh, with the unanimous, take it back with a majority decision. I think one judge had it even. But the bottom line is, you know, it wasn't all the greatest fight in the world except for that third round. The third round, it finally came alive. Phil Davis, of course, and King Mo exchanging. But if you're putting your act on TV, I'm talking about yourself as an MMA fighter. And every time that Bellator goes on TV, people are judging them, putting them up against, you know, the UFC, judging them against the UFC and things like that. That's why I think that Bellator MMA fighters and the fighters of the other organizations, they've got to fight like, like women fighters fight. In other words, women fighters go in there, and they're giving it like 300% if you can. If they've, they're giving it all, they're all. There's no doubt about it, okay, because they realize they're carrying the sport on their shoulders, the female MMA uh, the entire sports could be judged by a lot of people based on their performance alone. And I think if some of these male uh, counterparts took up the same thing, I think uh, MMA might be a lot better. Anyway, Conor McGregor is going to fight Floyd Mayweather. You know, what's Floyd Mayweather want to spend, want to give uh, Conor McGregor four, $50 million to fight him on New Year's Eve in Las Vegas? Why? I guess to make money. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, Mayweather's pulled off the biggest con on the American public. Since the remember that movie The Sting with Paul Paul Newman and Robert Redford? Yeah, he's pulled off the he's perpetrated the biggest con on the American public since the movie The Sting back in nineteen seventy two, I believe. I kid you not. It's been that long. I mean, nobody's ever pulled off a bigger con. He hasn't. He's made all this money. I mean, when's the last time he's had a fight you want to see again? Bottom line is, what Mayweather fight would you like to see again? None. So what's he got to do now? He can't suck any more money out of the people in the boxing world because maybe that act has gone old. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. All right. But I still think it's a bit of a con. But now he's going to try to get this MMA guy, Conor McGregor, who got beat this year, of course, by Nate Diaz and then failed to uh, uh, show up or materialize for the rematch that's going to take place July the 9th in Las Vegas. Of course, Nate Diaz losing millions of dollars. Conor McGregor just walking away saying, you know, I carried this promotion on my back. They made $400 bucks on me and I deserve more than I'm getting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, does he deserve to uh, a lion's share? Of the, no doubt about it. He deserves a good portion of the money. But according to some of the lawsuits filed against the USC, some of the uh, documents put in forth as far as a record's concerned against the USC, of course their parent company is called Zufa Sports, is that they only give 10 to 12% of the, uh, of the overall revenues to the talent. Let me say that again. 88% of the money, 80, 88% of the money stays in the hands of the Fertitas and Dana White and those people. Look, let me tell you how the way the pay-per-view money gets split down. I try to tell people this, people say, I don't understand. It's 50-50. In other words, if a pay-per-view is 40 bucks, the cable company takes 20 bucks, and Dana White and his buddies take 20 bucks. That's just the way it is. So that's why, you know, these promoter, promoters, they made a lot of money on small MMA cards on pay-per-view, made a lot of money on small wrestling cards on pay-per-view, made a lot of money on small boxing cards on pay-per-view. Because all you've got to do is get like forty or 50,000 people across the country to watch your fight. At 50 bucks a pop, you're going to make some money. 
There's just no doubt about it, okay? And that's what these promoters have, have sort of, uh, how can I say, that's been their, 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 their bottom line. It's been making money. And, of course, the USC with these monthly pay-per-views, I think they're, like, bastardizing the sport to an extent. And, you know, I was talking with somebody last week, and we came up to the same conclusion. Why do we have to watch the best fights on pay-per-view? I mean, we don't watch the best in football on pay-per-view. We don't watch the best in the NBA on pay-per-view. We don't. We don't. Why? Why just the fights? Why are we? Why are our fight? Why are our fight fans being singled out here and being asked to dig into their pockets seventy to a hundred bucks a month, depending on you know your HD and all that kind of good stuff? And then again, you've got the the uh, the USC going with this plan where they charge like ten bucks for their fight pass thing, where you get to watch a couple of early fights on their their early on their uh, USC cards, maybe stuff you won't see on regular television as they set their TVs TV signals up and stream this stuff over fightpass.com or a USC fight pass. But then again, you know, you go to the world wrestling entertainment and a guy who I don't like at all, though I read this week, he's worth $750 million. Talk about Vince McMahon, Vincent E. Kennedy McMahon for Vince McMahon Jr. The promoter extraordinaire that took wrestling from a, a uh, new New York, Philadelphia based organization and, and made it worldwide. Of course, bastardized the entire world of uh, professional wrestling when he shut out all the different territories, folks. That's why you see the same guys on TV all the time. Guys like John Cena and The Undertaker and things like that. You know, it just gets old. Nobody wants to see the same old guys over and over and over again. And John Cena is like 37, 38 years old. The act gets old, but they don't have new guys coming in. They don't have fresh guys coming in. You know, they just don't. Not, Not of great talent. The performers just aren't there anymore. And, of course, the, the wrestling of the 2016 era now is you can't cut yourself with a razor blade, so there's no blood involved. Make them bleed. Make them bleed. That's what the old lady used to scream out to cow palace. Make them bleed. Make them bleed. You hear them in the background. Anywhere you sat in the arena, that's where you heard little old ladies scream, make them bleed. That was their popular thing. But now the WWE doesn't allow blading, which is when they take a small razor blade and cut their forehead and make themselves bleed. Or in the case of the late Dusty Rhodes, when his scar tissue got so bad on the left side of his forehead that he just he just pounded his his his, uh, his forehead a couple of times with his palm and his hand his head would start bleeding much like the late Sheik I kid you not blood, blood hey man that bad scar tissue is, is a maniac anyway back to the USC and of course they've got things coming up as far as USC 200 is concerned that's not going to be the fight card that we thought it was going to be obviously you know Nate Diaz lost out on millions and millions of dollars here and people saying to me oh Pedro what's a big thing he'll get another fight. Yeah, but if he doesn't get the fight, doesn't get the rematch with with uh, Conor McGregor, he's sort of screwed. You hear what I'm saying? He is. He's sort of screwed because he was going to get paid many millions of dollars for this one. There was just no doubt about it. Because remember, in the world of fighting, a lot of times you don't get paid for the fight you won. You get paid for the next fight. Much like Mike Tyson and Buster Douglas, Buster Douglas got a, a pittance in, that, in, that, uh, in taking the title for Mike Tyson over there in Tokyo in February of 1990. And, of course, when he fought Evander Holyfield the following September, he got $24 million bucks. Okay? So what I'm trying to say is you got to get paid the next time around. If there's no next time around for Conor McGregor, he ain't going to get paid. And, of course, UFC 200 now is going to be Cormier uh, going against, of course, John Jones once again, the returning John Jones, the kid from Albuquerque, New Mexico, by way of uh, New, York, uh, New York State. But I got to take it back, Atlanta. I got to say this. You know, John Jones looked a little... Looked a little susceptible this last time, and I think he wanted to look susceptible. I think he, he wanted to not look, how can I put this, sterling. But he, he was there. I, he was there for all five rounds. I mean, you know, Ovin St. Peru, you got to give him props. He was able to go the route. But I think he was able to go the route 
due to uh, a large extent on John Jones wanting to go the route, wanting to go five, five-minute rounds, having been off a long time, okay? But I tell you, when John Jones does this thing against Cormier uh, in the rematch, I think he's going to take that belt back, and there will be no doubt about it who the best light heavyweight in the world is, and that was without a doubt, folks. I'm talking about John Jones, Albuquerque, New Mexico, once beaten, of course, that one fight with Mark, was it Mark Hamill, where you got disqualified hitting the guy on the ground? Yeah, that ain't happening. Anyway, guess who's back July 23rd? Holly Holm. Yeah, fresh off getting knocked out, of course, by Misha Tate and losing the World Bantamweight Championship. She took away from Ronda Rousey. Speaking of Ronda Rousey, getting nothing but negative play of late. Of course, you know, their interviews, you could listen to her interviews with me over the years, and you could just hear her, 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 her tone hardening. In other words, it was sort of like, you know, she finally, she was tough at first. She was good at first. She was humble at first. She was gracious at first. And then after that, she wasn't gracious no more. Just like, I'm a bad, you know what, that's all there is to it. And you better just keep all your praise on me. Don't bother criticizing me. Well, you know, Paige Van Zant, I think, uh, uh, congratulated Holly Holm after she knocked out Ronda Rousey down there in Australia. And uh, at, because of that, Ronda Rousey went after Paige Van Zant a fortnight ago in Las Vegas and, and read her the riot act. So Holly, she's really got some issues as far as her emotional her emotional. Uh, Status concerned, but Holly Holm returns USC on Fox July 23rd. That's from the uh, United Center in Chicago, Illinois. Some pretty good fights coming up as far as the USC is concerned. Before I go back to Bellator, but Junior Dos Santos, you know, probably not the guy that we thought he's going to be. They're talking about him now. Of course, coming off that win a fortnight ago, talking about him doing bigger and better things, possibly challenging Stip Miocic now for the USC heavyweight title. Of course, a winner last week over Fabrice Berdoum, knocking him out with one punch. I mean, listen. <clears throat> The guy originally from Croatia can punch. There's no doubt about it. He can punch. If you've got a guy that can punch and you want to leave your chin open there, anybody over 200 pounds, then I say you get clocked on the chin, anything can happen. Nobody's chin is that great. Outside of Muhammad Ali, and Ali, of course, is paying the price for that today, having that great chin. But what can I say? I I just don't see that going down. What about Cain Velasquez? What's Cain going to do? Of course, he's coming back. He'll be on that Cormier Jones card, too, as well. But, What's he going to do? I mean, can he make a statement enough to say, you know what, I'm back. I deserve to be considered, you know, the top contender for the World Heavyweight Championship, even though the guy that, that beat the snot out of me got beaten and upset by a guy that was like almost a 5, 7, 8, almost an 8 to 1 underdog. Someone on some fronts, he was a 6.5 to 7 to 1 underdog. When you're that big of an underdog in the world of mixed martial arts, that's why I was saying you almost have no chance, none whatsoever. Are Slim and none, and what's Don King say? Slim just left town? Something like that. Anyway, Cormier and Jones, the rematch. If you want to go down to Las Vegas, I guess, for a week as far as MMA is concerned, this is the week to do so. They'll have all kinds of different MMA uh, events surrounding, of course, topping off by this July 9th event at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, the Ultimate Fighting Championships, USC 200, Cormier and Jones. Some of the fights on the undercard, I'm going to say they look pretty good. Jose Aldo taking on Frank Edgar, of course. Frank Yeager, the former lightweight title holder, 155, moving down to 145. Aldo, the former 145-pound title holder, of course, lost his title in the blink of an eye. No, no, in 13 seconds, the aforementioned Conor McGregor getting knocked out, of course, in the only loss of his career at 145. The other fight he lost was by decision, taken back by stoppage at 155 to a karate guy. Anyway, Misha Tate's on that card. She's taking on a very, very tough Amanda Nunes. Amanda says she's ready to fight, and she's the real deal. And Amanda's shown some things in the past where some flashes of brilliance. I think she's a little green, but we'll see how she handles Misha Tate in that women's bantamweight championship fight. 135 is what they call bantamweight in the world of mixed martial arts. The heavyweights, 205 and above. Travis Brown, take, take that back. Yeah, Travis Brown taking on the aforementioned Dain Cain Velasquez, the former world heavyweight champion. Of course, Travis Brown, the 
the boyfriend of, uh, of, of the aforementioned Ronda Rousey. Remember, Ronda said after getting knocked out by Holly Holm, when she looked up and saw three or four people in her dressing room, something like that, she said, I just need to go have Travis's child and forget about this or something like that. Yeah, that's what her attitude was directly after the fight. It wasn't a, I want to get back in the ring and fight right again. No, no. I don't think you're going to get Donda Rousey back in the ring for a long time. I just don't think so. I think Misha Tate taking on Amanda Nunes is a smart fight for Misha Tate. But Amanda Nunes might be the upstart that Misha Tate didn't want to run into. Johnny Hendricks on the card, the former welterweight champion, is on the card, 170 pounds, taking on Kevin Gaslam. Gaslam's still around. Gagard, Gagard Masasi, always doing his thing, taking on Derek Brunson. This is a pretty good card. Joe Lozano's on the card, taking on Diego Sanchez. And, of course, T.J. Dillashaw, the return of T.J., the former world bantamweight champion, of course. Man, the guy, the guy got beat up by Dominic Cruz, but he was supposed to that, that big super fight from Sacramento. I'm talking about, you know, Uriah Faber and him. Those guys are both members of Team Alpha Male, especially after he left Team Alpha Male and went over to um, those guys in Colorado. I mean, that was a perfect heel versus uh, two hometown heroes, but heel versus good guy type of fight. TJ would have been the heel. Uh, Uriah would have been the good guy. It would have been a great fight for Sacramento. They could have put it in one of those outdoor stadiums up there. Probably sold 35 to 40,000 seats, but he comes back on that card. UFC 200. Wish him the very best of luck. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Let me tell you, Ring Talk airs three times a week. Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on Sports Byline. Then, of course, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on Sports Byline. Then Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific time, we are on the Sirius XM satellite radio. So this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And there you have it. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Back with more after this. You know, everyone has their moment of picking themselves off the floor, and I'd gone through several of mine, but no one had, had actually seen me go through it, and maybe I just had to be that example of picking myself off the floor for everyone, and maybe that's what I'm meant for. Nicholas Rowley, Courtney Rowley, Dominic Pachota are trial lawyers who deeply care about their clients. The Trial Lawyers for Justice law firm with offices in Des Moines, Waterloo, Decorah, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Chicago, and California. The Trial Lawyers for Justice law firm handles catastrophic personal injury, wrongful death, and medical malpractice cases throughout the country. The Trial Lawyers for Justice firm has won through caring about clients and refusing to settle cheap and believing in the justice system, hundreds of millions of dollars in record-setting jury verdicts and settlements. Injury victims and their families will call 888-811-0844. 888-811-0844. And do it now if you believe you have a case and get the justice you and your family members deserve. Call 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. 
you only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPL plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Fifty-eight, make it fifty-nine minutes past our little controversy in the Friday night main event. Of course, on Spike TV, Rafael Carvejo, the uh, the uh, W, the Ban- Bell- Bellator middleweight champion, took on Melvin Manhoff. Manhoff, I thought, won the fight, especially when there was a point taken away. And the bottom line is, Carvejo won, and the crowd sort of went nuts. Controversy in the world of combat sports, never. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide. You're inside, looking at the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Don't forget. Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on Sports Byline. Don't forget, Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific time, we've got uh, Sirius XM satellite radios on Monday, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And Johnny talking to his All-Stars, Saturday night, 10 p.m. Pacific time, for two hours right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM satellite radio, and a plethora of other networks. Bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I am the man, Pedro Fernandez. Of course, the man behind the curtain, pulling all the strings, the great Scott Cuddy. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect.